So everyone, we're here with another guest because I really like talking with people because, you know, that's what I do and since it's hot pod summer. So <laughs> I've been just getting communicating with guests and stuff because I always like it. So why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners out there? <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am the hottest guest this summer. My name is The Color Jose. I am the host of The Colors We See podcast, a podcast about discussing the human experience. I'm in my second season of this podcast, which is great because I didn't think I would make it this far, but I'm here everyone and I'm talking to you and I know you're out there wondering who I am. So you'll get to know a little bit more about me and kind of just what I do at my page. You'll get to hear a little bit of my cheesy jokes. Hopefully they're not too bad. I'm sorry, ahead of time, I apologize if my jokes are a little bit too cheesy that you might want to put it in a sandwich. I apologize, but um, I'm the color Jose. This is hot pot summer. I'm here as a guest and I'm just excited to be here. Yeah, like, well, okay, so I did say a joke. I was, um, because usually I go on like audio platforms, just, you know, pop in and it's really fun to just um, interact with other people. But um, I was with like this one uh, German podcast and I made a joke. I don't know if there was a language barrier because I was like, oh no, but I said, you know, Germany, you have a ger few, get it many few. And they're like, what? And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, I made a corny joke. <laughs> I don't know. But now, uh, we're actually in Discord because I was like, hey, I uh, play some games, you know, <laughs> leveling up on games that I have on Steam and stuff. And like, oh, really cool. And like, yeah, like, what games do you have? And, you know, we just go back and forth. But then I was like, yeah, I can play, you know, well, what time's like the earliest that you could do my time? They're like 10. I'm like, oh, that's like <laughs> afternoon. All right. <laughs> do you play any video games? I do actually i'm into cod mobile i've been trying to get my hands on a ps5 for a while but i haven't had any luck hopefully very soon you know maybe i can get my hands on a console um but i play mostly mobile games right now because of the fact that i just can't get my hands on a system and it's really difficult to to really like find something that i'm interested in i lose interest really quickly um, mm -hmm. i'm the type of person that when i start something if it bores me within the five minutes i'm done like there's no way there's no return after that so i do play video games um besides call of duty mobile i there's mario kart on the iphone on the app store so i play that and that's really fun because it's like playing mario kart on the switch but it's mobile, so you could take that anywhere, and you know you can be in small spaces if you're on like a subway, or if you're going to Universal Studios and you're on the the tram or going there. It's nice to like, you know, take out your phone and play. So those are the games that I play. I'm not really into like any like computer games or any PC games. Not saying that I won't try them or that I'm gonna knock them, but I just haven't got around to playing any. What are you playing at? this moment well okay it's funny they said mobile games because that's um how I started out because I didn't get my pc until like oh gosh like may so the games that I played literally on my phone but it like <laughs> it felt like a, <laughs> a hot pocket for my phone because it just tanked the battery so much it was just like burning up I'm like it's okay just put an <laughs> ice pack underneath but I played Genshin Impact that's where I started off and I got pretty far in levels but then I played on my iPad, and since I was like, you know, the iPad's going to die anyway, so it's like, might as well just use up the rest of its life source on Genshin. And then 
I finally switched over to my PC. So yeah, a little ways away where I started out my um, first off mobile because like it's fun and all. And let me see what other, I do play a lot of Phasmophobia because I like the spooky games. But the thing I do not like is like the headphones. So you actually can hear the ghost. And without fail, I always die first. <laughs> and it sucks because it's a horror game. So you can see the ghost. And I'm like, nuh uh, no, ma'am. Have you ever uh, seen the mods or like what the ghosts look like in Phasmophobia? I don't even know what fantasy phobia is. What is it? It sounds interesting. Like imagine being able to see ghosts and nobody else does. That would trip me out. Yes. So, all right, let me give you a hot summary, a hot take on phasmophobia. So phasmophobia is you're a couple of uh, ghost hunters, right? You can either go on a location, like um, there's like a couple of houses, then you can go to asylum, you can go to a prison, but you know, the low level, like where it's easy to move around and stuff is the houses. That's what I normally do. So you're in your van and you um, have your items that you use to find the ghosts, like your temperatures, your EMFs, um, some cameras so you can see the ghost orbs. Now, when you, you know, once you go into the house, you hear like just white noise. Like it's, you just hear, um, think of a fan, but it's like in your ears and it's dark. And if you, if you turn on too many lights, all the lights go out. So you have to turn on the breaker again. So for me, I usually do the EMF because sometimes, you know, ghost is there. If the EMF goes to five, which means, oh, it's right there with you. You hear footsteps oh it's and sometimes the worst ones are if they're crawlers like if they're on the ground think like you know any horror movie where they crawl on the ceiling and stuff yeah sometimes oh my you get god that yeah. sounds intense like I, I could just imagine like like playing the game the game and then like boom out of nowhere you just see a ghost i would just freak out I, One I time, it was right in front of me because the emf went beep and the lights flickered because to make the ghost, you know, pop up, you usually say its name or like, give us a sign. Well, they don't like that because then they show up right in front of you. Or if you're with a group of people, like if, for instance, me, who always dies, you hear someone behind you breathe. And then you see someone's hands go behind you in front of your eyes. <laughs> and then you're just in a dark abyss. And then you hear something like a light bulb break. And then now you're a ghost and everything's cold and um, very much light. And then you can see your friends and you can't really warn them um, in the game that, hey, um, the ghost is in front of you. <laughs> very much not a jam. They don't, they're not even aware that, you, that you're the ghost, but you could see them. That's crazy. Yes. I'm going to play this game. It's, it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like something I can get into. I've always appreciated games where like they're they're not the typical first person you know a uh, first person view you get like multiple views so it's nice to like switch something up and be in a game where you can play something other than just a normal person like your ghost i've always appreciated games like that like growing up i used to play the scooby-doo game on ps2 that was a lot of fun and my if your guys is list if your listeners 
are out there listening, if you ever played PS2, I think it was like one of the games that was based on the movie. It was so much fun. You got to play a Shaggy and a Scooby and you were like hunting ghosts and same kind of concept where like if you're if you like turn off all the lights then you're able to see them but if you don't like if you don't have any of the lights on you're not able to see them and it, it was just cool because like i grew up playing sports games so just to like get away from those types of games i would get into like uh what's the disney game the one where they're like they're sword fighting i can't think of the name there's like kingdom hearts so. there you go yeah. kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I played games like that. I played Sonic, Mario, just because I'm like, I grew up playing sports. So I would play like Madden or like NBA 2K. But I had these alternative games that were just like fun. So I, I understand like where you're coming from when you when you're talking about like having this this joy of being a different type of character and not knowing what's going to happen in the suspense sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Well, in the first game, I guess, quote unquote, console was a leapfrog. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember, uh, it was like kind of like you customize your own character and stuff. Oh, gosh, it was a long time. But my leapfrog was like pink and purple. And I played on there. And there was this one level where I was stuck. It was like there, it was like this karate area. And I was like, oh, I can't beat the level. And I really want to play back on it. But we gave away the leapfrog because it's like it kind of worked. Like you put in the cartridge, it turns on, and then it immediately turns off. Like it's like near death. And we were like, you know what? Might as well put it out to misery and just throw it away. But oh I wish my gosh. I hated that when the same thing would happen in my Game Boy. I had a Pikachu Game Boy. It was yellow. Oh, that was the coolest thing ever. Nobody, I swear, at my school had this Game Boy that I had. It was a Pikachu, like it was a yellow Pikachu with his face. You could see like his red cheeks. It was cool. Nobody had it. I was like the only kid pretty much that had it. But when I would play, I think it was Pokemon Red or Pokemon Leaf. I don't know what game it was exactly, to be honest with you. I can't tell you which one. But there was this time where I blew the cartridge. And, dude, I stuck it in the, the Game Boy. And it didn't turn on. It just completely, like, it would go like, oh, you know, and make the intro noise. But then when it would come to the game, it would just turn black. And I'm like, why? How did that even happen? Like, uh, everything's fine. But when you mentioned Leapfrog, oh, my gosh. Dude, I don't think people realize that, yeah, it was a kid's toy. Like, it was a kid's system. There was a lot of cool games on that Leapfrog. Those things were so cool back in the day. Like, I've I always wanted one, but like we never could afford one. But I played it from when other kids around my neighborhood, they had a leapfrog and I was like, oh, what is that? I didn't know what it was at first until I like I played it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. You know, and when we were cleaning out, like as my mom calls it, the man's room where like all my dad's stuff was, um, I still have it. Um, it's my dad's Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So that was in the 90s. So they're like old, old, but he had his Game Boy. And I was like, oh, does it still work? I plugged in the um, batteries and stuff. And yeah, it, it's like, you know, pretty old. So it's probably a not likely chance it wasn't going to work. But I was like, oh, gosh, I had like all the games. I think there's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartridge in there. Um, but now we have, I think this is a Super Nintendo um, that's in my sister's room. But let me tell you, I do not like playing Mario Kart on there because just the pixels and when you try to turn, 
the like the turns like you either smack into the wall and I get so mad because it's like why won't you turn properly <laughs> I get so mad you had to hold the like the arrows and the a b down to like really get yeah. that, like that precise drift your finger has the indentations of just like the buttons because you're pressing so hard <laughs> those were the days where like you would like look at your hands and I'm like why do i have an a like symbol on my hand that like never that, that was funny like looking back at that i'm like wow we like pretty much gave ourselves original Game Boy tattoos without really giving ourselves tattoos. And like, you know, on Mario Kart, dude, those pixels were so bad, but you don't so bad. Think, yeah, you don't think of that at the time because it's like you're looking at this and it's the most up-to-date technology. So it's the best thing ever. But like now looking back at it, it doesn't hold up to 20, 2021 standards to being great games like what the graphics were even on the ps2 like some of those games are good i'm not gonna lie but like looking back at them i'm like oh no i would not say that this was good graphics but at the time it was i know and um my friend on his steam he has like tomb raider and stuff um and you i like looked at each of the pictures and it went from such bad graphics like you know like basically cube shapes and stuff like it's not even a person's like anatomy it's just like a square circle triangle just like (laughs) shapes and then it evolved to be like you know basically 3d modeling and stuff like yeah you know you worked with what you had back in the day (laughs) like i could even yeah even the price of the games back in the day like i think paying 80 dollars for a game seems like it's a lot of money right mm-hmm. but i'm thinking to myself like i i didn't pay for these games that i used to play back in the day but they were 50 dollars and minimum wage was seven dollars back in that time in the early 2000s so i'm like oh my gosh like if minimum wage was that much in these games i had a whole like legit my grandma shout out to my grandma she spoiled me dude i had all the ps2 games that you can think of and i was like i still want more games because you'd play them and the thing with games back in the day it's not I feel easy like, to like beat them and stuff or like just speed through them they were easy to speed through but you would get stuck on that one mission that you couldn't beat like yes. you were talking about and then you're like stuck and you're like i hate this let me just put it away for a second but then you would go back to it and then somehow or another you would end up passing that mission and the rest of the game was like a piece of cake i don't know if anyone else there if anyone else out there experienced that growing up let us know like tag us in this part of the episode and like name the game and the situation where you had that you couldn't be it and like you just got stuck for me it was always the beginning part of mario sunshine when you first get to the island and you're playing and like i think you got to collect I can't remember what it is exactly, but I just couldn't beat it. And I was stuck and stuck. And then finally, I passed the first mission. And then the rest of the game just seemed like a piece of cake. I don't know what it was about games in 2000, but they just made a couple of the missions so hard and so difficult to beat that you just couldn't do it. And there was also, too, for a lot of people who play GTA, there's a, there's a part where CJ has to get on this like motorcycle and the dudes are on the train and you have to like shoot at them. That was a difficult mission too. 
if you're a gamer and you're like a OG Grand Theft Auto fan, you know about what mission I'm talking about. That was like one of those missions where you like you had all your cousins in the house on like a party come in the room and just try to figure out and try to pass it for you. Do you do you remember asking people, hey, can you come pass this mission for me? Oh my gosh, um, there's so many games where like if my sister's playing game, if I was playing game, I'd be like, hey, can you like help me with this level? Because sometimes it's so difficult in the game that I'm currently like I had to take a break. I got too frustrated. Like my head, like. I was so frustrated. I was like, my head was like basically beating because of all the anger. So one game that I uh, was playing was Gris. And it's basically visual, very colorful. And I'm currently stuck on it. I'm like taking a break. I'm like, I have to take a pause because I get too overwhelmed. Um, it was like this ice level. And basically on the right side, you have to even out these two pillars. But I've been a few seconds um some like a bright light shines and you're frozen so wh wherever you are that it's like a copy of you that's frozen and I cannot beat it because I'm not quick enough to run and do it and the guy who gave me the game uh, one of my Romanian friends I was like can you help me and he's like nah you can figure it out on your own I'm like I know small brain <laughs> puzzle hard so puzzles are now my weakness <laughs> like I cannot do puzzles <laughs> if somebody robbed me and they're like make a puzzle or this is it you're done I would just be done yes. I'm not good at puzzles either if it was a life or death situation dude you definitely will be attending my funeral because I'm not good at doing puzzles and the funny thing is you know I want to be a teacher and like most times most kids want to do puzzles when they're at a young age so it's going to be interesting and fun when I get a classroom and the kid's like, hey, you want to build a puzzle with me? And he asked me the question and be like, let me ask you because you seem to have this figured out. I'm <laughs> not good at any puzzles. Yeah, but like once you figure it out, it's always easy and you go through it. But if you're stuck, it's your brain, like, it's like a box. And I'm like, I cannot deal with this. I cannot. <laughs> I don't know. And then I got so heated. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a break. It's been two days currently. So I might get into it again. <laughs> it always takes like going away and then coming back to try it. Like to get it done. And then somehow you feel like you're out of the box and then you get back, put back in it when something goes wrong. Have you ever felt like that? Oh my Every single day when, because usually when I play games, um, my setup, okay, do you know uh, anime um, L from Death Note? I don't. You are putting me on to so much culture right now. I appreciate it. I'm okay. on culture swine, I swear. I don't know anything about anime, games. So I'm like, okay, well, like, you definitely here teaching me all this cool, cool, like, pop culture references and I'm like okay I, I I'm getting it how now. many times have you had to teach you this lesson old man <laughs> this is like the second time this episode bud that's it I am we're, we're clocking out this episode's over no I'm just kidding I sent you a picture on Instagram of um, who I'm talking about and his posture that's kind of currently how I'm sitting because like for me on games like I have a perfectly good plastic cutting board underneath <laughs> my computer um because like I don't oh my have gosh yes. <laughs> and then after like when I play games like in that posture I'm like oh my back really hurts <laughs> well yeah you're like that looks like dude that looks like a little like what oh. is that like oh. it, it definitely looks like you're like like 
hunched over like you're biting your thumb like you're like a little like penguin I don't know what position that is but it just looks uncomfortable just looking at it so I see why your back hurts I have to like be hunched over and I feel like I'm gonna be like a hunchback dude like I, I this is bad like I know I have bad posture too and it's because of the jobs I've worked before so picking up boxes like working in fast food oh my gosh yeah, why you feel like your back hurts but you gotta sit up I love game chairs and I like recently seen that you can get a game chair with like the Marvel and Avengers on there. I'm like, oh my God, I need one of those because I am going to be like legit going to have like a hunchback by the time I'm 40 and that's not cool. Now I understand why people um, like some streamers, they have like posture check. I'm like, yeah, because next thing you know, I'm going to look like a question mark. I'm going to cosplay a question mark. <laughs> I am dead. You said you're going to look like a question mark. People are going to be like, question, and then they're going to grab you and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> you know, like those real life, like tic-tac-toe games, the ones that you play, they're like the ones, that, the big ones, they're going to be like, all right, question, they're going to grab you and be like, oh, okay, answer, and then you're just going to disappear. That would be hilarious. Or those like prom puzzles, they have prom, and then they put me next to it as a question mark. Oh my God. You're, on, <laughs> you're, you're like outside on a billboard. <laughs> next you're like okay 1-800 call what and then just gonna be you just standing there i'll be a model i'll be a question mark model that's a good career i heard uh you know you can get good benefits in retirement from that so yeah i'm definitely you'll find me on a uh, craigslist um <laughs> question mark model you're uh you're you do backgrounds for different <laughs> agencies and I'm like, yeah, my, my friend Paul, he's the exclamation point. Like, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, but my name is Paul. <laughs> I think, okay, Paul, do you know um the show? This is kind of horror. Do you know uh you yeah, you should you, yeah, do you know YouTube? But like, do you know um the show uh, Llamas with Hats? Llamas with hats. No, I don't. That's oh my crazy. gosh. Oh, <laughs> It's kind of horror -y. Um, Basically, it's like these two llamas. They have hats. Um, <laughs> one's um, Carl and one's Paul. And, you know, silly, goofy Carl, he does something. So Paul always goes, Carl or Carl. Like, that's all he does. So, and then, yes, Paul. It, oh, that sounds God. like somebody's getting called for dinner. Carl. Come here, Carl. It's time for brunch, sir. Well, um, Carl did have um the munchies and ate someone's hands. The munchies? What was he yeah, on? Like, yeah, he was hungry, so he ate someone's hands. Oh, I thought you said he never mind. <laughs> I thought you said he had the munchies from like taking it's it's Paul. Okay, you have to the, the wrong you medicine. Want... You know, some people they get hungry or you know, but I'm like <laughs> Well, like I... what um I'm trying to think of some YouTube stuff. Um, Cause I kind of watch all over and like weird, I make weird obscure references and people are like, what, what show are you referencing? I'm like, oh, okay. Like I would say, I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Denise Richards again. And people are like, what? What is that? Like forensic files? <laughs> <laughs> no, or have you heard of a Jamie Charles or Jane Charles? 
Um, it's from Jamie this Charles. Hi, I want Jamie Charles. No, I just make. Oh, I just love referencing things because, like, that's the thing. I like inhale shows and stuff, and then I spew it out. It, wait, 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 wait. You inhale them? Like it becomes part of your life? It's breath. You need that to live. Wow. Yes, You're I inhale food like it's kind of a running joke on discord in one of my chats like i always say that i'm eating like hold on guys one sec eating or when i'm muted they're probably oh she's probably eating I'm like no yes hold on i'm eating <laughs> it's just it's just a thing right it's just it's fine i'm confused but at the same time i'm not confused because i should expect that from someone's podcast it's named chaotic neutral so like you're in between being crazy and being sane so yeah it makes sense wow no pun intended haha ha. everybody clap for him <laughs> well oh okay that just remind me of something else um so usually when i'm very indecisive so whenever i'm asking someone for a question or if they don't want to answer i say okay one or two one being the one thing that's in my mind and two being the other <laughs> and only i know the answer to one or two so um usually they don't even answer they're just like um you know plastic 3.14 or zero or but in this instance one of them said purple well during that instance i was making my stuffed animals and the thing about my stuffed animals is that i don't plan anything that's probably so shocking to you like oh my gosh you don't plan oh my god but shocking <laughs> i would expect you not to plan like <laughs> I think you're more of a person who just free flows everything. Like, yeah, I'm waking up. I don't got nothing planned. Cool. Just go with the wind. All right. Exactly. Sitting hey, go with the way. wind. That's that was a three-hour movie. So you know, like not playing. Yeah, exactly. See another reference. Anyways. <laughs> so. You said gone with the wind. No, yeah. I don't know the reference. I just said gone with the wind. <laughs> yeah, gone with the wind was a movie. It, it's like a pretty old movie. Oh, is and- that a book? I think so. Yeah. Then it was a movie. I haven't watched the whole thing. Like my mom, I was when I was with uh, at my Grammy's house, and they had it on. But it's a, such a long movie. I just see bits and pieces. You were at the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, I was at the Grammys. Actually, did you not see it on TV? No. I didn't. I didn't know which one you were. <laughs> there were so many people there. I was like, wait, which one is her? You have a vote for Pedro shirt on. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's her. She's a superstar here. So anyways, what was it going? Oh, stuffed animal. Anyways, so I was making my stuffed animal and I had the colors pink and purple. And Wait, so... did you have the color Jose? <sighs> Everybody just, just, just walk away from this podcast. Come back when it gets better or skip like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was making my stuffed animal and they said uh purple and I was like oh purple is two so two is the answer and they were like that has no logic I don't even you know why am I surprised that I'm like listen I this is logic to me because pink is one because it's in front of me and then purple is two like you know on those um tests where it's like um alliteration or like Lamp is to firefly as book is to, and then you have all these things. Now I'll be like, oh, library. That is literally what it is for me. 
Like I just always was so, I was so good at those tests when it was like, people always like, oh, I'm so bad at that. I'm like, um, duh, water is with snowflake as fire is with volcano. Oh, I've seen those before. Or it's like red is with love or like. Yeah, I'm just bad. I'm pretty good at with patterns. Puzzles, no. Patterns, yes. (laughs) Patterns, yeah. So like, what's, okay, since you're good with patterns, what is a pattern that like messes you up? So, okay, so I had this theory about numbers, right? Mm-hmm. That like, so you know how like there's odd and then there's even. What got, what always got to me was the fact that when the number line, when you look at it, it ends, the number line is never supposed to end, right? But we, in classrooms, we only get go up to like 20 sometimes or 30. But what always got to me, and I'm like, whoever created this number thing is genius because two numbers will make another number, but those two numbers are separate numbers. So like one and three make four, but one doesn't go into three and three can't go into one. That's what always got to me. And so in the beginning, when I was learning math, I always had that question. So like, why is it that these odd numbers they're like they're like common numbers but they're not like they won't make each other up you know like you can't put that number into this one one will go into three I'm mistakenly one will go into three but three can't go into one and that's what always got me it can but then it's a decimal it's not a whole number so that always got to me I don't know it's just like I get you by what you mean when you say patterns are good but like you can't do puzzles because my mind just goes everywhere well, I'm going to blow your mind even more. So the reason why it doesn't go in is like for two odd numbers, if you add them, it's always going to be even. So if you add um, five and seven, it'll be 12. So that's an even number because of the digits um, one, three, five, seven. Whenever you add those, it will become an even number. This is common core, everyone. <laughs> listen, I don't think, I, listen, I'm bad at math. <laughs> One of my friends, he's like a math professor. Sometimes he just goes, <sighs> and I'm like, listen, I don't, I'm bad at math. But sometimes when I get it, you're like, that's crazy. Because that's like the baseline. <laughs> I'm good at English. It's, it's, it's a like, ba- you're stupid at English. It's a basic, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at, like, I'm all right at English. I'm starting school again, and I'm kind of nervous. Like, this falls about to be a stretch for me. Like, really stretching myself thin because I haven't gone to school in a while. So I'm kind of nervous. I'll be all right, though. But, you know, just, <laughs> math scares me. I have nightmares if, about it. You'll be fine if you already got that two odd numbers made even. <laughs> right? I, I, I think I'll be okay. It's just the thought of just like sitting in the classroom. Ugh. Well, I think for English as well, um, I think I can do all right because I joined, it was this one um, audio platform and then they were doing like poetry and stuff and I was like, yo, um, I haven't really, well, I didn't write poetry but also short stories so you guys because for me, I look at it as just hot garbage. Like, you know, <laughs> I just wrote it for school, right? It's like, 
I look at it and it's like pathetic. This is horrible. This is outright distasteful. Who would either dare to lay their eyes on this piece of trash? Meanwhile, other people are like, oh, this is really good. I'm like, and I'm like, do you not see the flaws, the holes in the plot line? Basically, you just said the whole Twilight series. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Basically, you just said the whole Twilight series. And then half of your audience is offended now, and they're not going to come back. I'm sorry, but you just said Stephanie Myers is a bad writer, according to an English teacher that I had in high school. So, woo. Well, Twilight, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like, um, like a main character book where it's like, um, of course, Bella um, is like, yo, why do I kind of have a harem, though? of like all the characters and everyone wanted to be Bella because everyone's like Edward or Jacob and for me as a child oh my god yeah. please why, why do you want the the boy who looks like um oh who's Stanley the paper guy like the fly piece of paper like he's literally built like him at, at now the- you're just roasting like <laughs> you just roasted him that is bad <laughs> That you, you just roasted it. You said Stanley the paper boy. Well, even Ed, um, you know, Robert Pattinson when he played Edward, he even roasted himself in an interview. I forget which one. What do you say? He said he roasted himself in Twilight. He looked like a bottle of left out mayonnaise. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Twilight, um, is I think it kind of is left in the dust. That's like the Tumblr phase. And now, is there another? Is there like a new like Renaissance Twilight? Like what is what is taking Twilight's place now? It was Hunger Games for a little bit, a little bit, but it wasn't as big. I feel like Marvel is probably. I feel like Marvel is probably like the new thing that's out there. But like, there isn't really anything literacy. Like, as far as literacy, there's nothing that's out there that was compared to, like, the crate besides, like, Harry Potter, which everybody read that. But I don't know, honestly. So I think there needs to be something. Oh, I know what it is. I think it's Hermaid's Tale. I think that's the show that's that's on the rise. Like, that probably has, like, a series. Like, it was a book or something like that. Or is it a show? I think that's, like, the closest thing, like... Oh, yeah, I heard about it. I never personally watched it. Um, the only thing that I finished watching on Netflix was Fear Street. Fear Street? What is that? Oh, it's um, R.L. Stein's new, like, series, basically. Oh, dude, I just watched that movie. I mean, I watched part of it. It's... The movies. Yeah, the one where they all go back and they're, like, they're at a mall and then... Yes! Like, yeah i like actually at the end i thought it was a little bit cheesy when the girl and the guy was like all right it's it's up to us like i, I was like okay like, yeah, i don't know if it's because they were playing into like you know the 90s and those tropes of like the cheerleader girl and yeah, yeah yeah the stereotypes yeah i think they had i think that's also why he played into it but i was like oh i wanted to see more character development and i really wanted to see like the killer's background because it's like oh yeah they did this I'm like well who were they before? Because, well, I don't want to spoil it, but um, like for the other movies, they I wish they would go in more in depth with it. It but, takes a while because like a franchise, like, you know, it has to be something that's been around for a while. 
So I'm someone who's a fan of Child's Play. You know, Chucky. Yes. Okay, so now they have a t- there. There's going to be a TV series with sci-fi based around why he became the the strangler, and it it goes into his childhood. But that movie's been around since the '90s, and it's been a while. So like you know, it's nearly 30 years that that movie came out, and that's a that's a long time in cinema film for like them to have a movie that's been around for a long time. So they're finally getting into the backstory, and I think it's going to be incredible because you're finally getting to see why. Charles Lee Ray became a murderer and you get to see and understand that he was bullied as a child neglected like in some sort in some sort of way so I think that's how he just like had built up hatred inside of him and he started taking it out on people and I think they were poor so he then that's when he got into the robbing part of things but I honestly think that TV show is going to be incredible yeah and I think I wish for like older movies um because the quality that they had, it isn't as much as they had now. Because I really like the thought of just like basically a possessed doll, um, of like just a human just possessing and just like going ham. Because I always like um, background information on like those kind of movies or like I really like things about animatronic related and and that movie they had mostly like a hand puppet and also like I think animatronic as well. They also had somebody in a suit, <laughs> which is funny. If you catch some of the, the uh, like scenes in the movie where they have somebody in like a small suit, it looks funny, but you can tell somebody in the suit, which is nice. But animatronics is nice. And I feel like the 90s had a lot of that, like with the whole uh, the Jack Skeleton movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas, one of the movies that they have. But... Oh, well, those, they were um, stop motion. And that is also really interesting. It's like, you, stop motion. you have to do each frame by hand, by moving the person. And you have to do it as small as possible. It's so, like each millisecond of movement. It can be like 15 frames. And it could be like two seconds of it moving. That is crazy. And that movie was long. Mm-hmm. I think it took like months or something. I had to look back on it, but yeah, stop motion is also pretty interesting because you know, with Tim Burton and stuff, most of his movies, you know, basically is stop motion. You know, uh, Coraline, you know, Jack, um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, Coraline is so ahead of its time, to be honest with you. And I remember, um, yeah, Jack's um, Skeleton was on like so much merch and stuff, and especially like Hot Topic and things. I remember when there was like so many t-shirts. It's still like he's still popular. I don't see the appeal to him from most people, but I think people actually like him. You know, I think maybe because I honestly felt like it was a who was who was a, the chick in the movie? Who was the uh, his wife or person? Oh, the girl with the red hair. Yeah, I honestly felt like she had more of a character. The songs were yeah so good, so good. Like, um, what's this? What's this? There's something in the air. What's this? Like, it just, the oh, my beat. God. oh, I just love it. And it's like, not only is it a Christmas movie, but it can also be a Halloween movie. Yeah. And I, I think that was the beauty of that movie. You know, you mentioned animatronics. I'm a big fan of Small Soldiers. It's a movie from the 90s. Somehow, according to my mom, I told her, let's go watch that movie. And I was three. I don't even know how I even had the idea 
of watching that movie. But here in Bakersfield, there was this East Hills Mall, which if you're from Bakersfield, you know where the East Hill Mall was. And there was a theater in there. So I guess, you know, one of my cousin's mom at the time, she was working there. And somehow I watched the trailer to the movie. God knows how, because at that age, I used to complain to my mom about getting cable. Come on, I'm a three-year-old. I don't know why or how. I just knew so much for my age at growing up, but I did. And I told my mom, hey, I want to watch this movie called Small Soldiers. And I bugged them and bugged them and bugged them for them to go take me to go watch it. And then when they did, when I did watch it, you know, I became a fan instantly at three years old. I don't know how, but they had like a really good soundtrack to that movie. And they were like doing a lot of animatronics for that time period. The, the movie holds up to like, you know, it's for kids. So if you watch it with your family, like, and it's free on Pluto, it'll hold up. Yeah. And I just love animatronics because how complex they are and their movements and especially the facial expressions. There's like so much that goes into it and how it moves. And I think like basically that what literally made it blow up a lot is like, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. And that's also what get, got me into it, watching so many videos and especially um some mechanophobia stuff with animatronics that's really interesting i really like that kind of stuff where it's like underwater or if it's like mechanical in it how it moves oh yeah and it's always good to like watch a movie like that because it's refreshing you know you know it's not a human it's a machine right like for in some cases when you watch like the terminator like some of that stuff was built off of a, a mechanical you know body like from a person so it's just cool well and yeah and that's also why people sometimes have fears of um animatronics or like this is why i'm always interested in it is because like if it resembles a human face or like human features um it's called uh oh what's it called it's like something valley i think oh i have to search it up it's called something um let me see when something resembles a human uh fear valley so a humanoid object an actual human um so it has uncanny valley that's the thing because i was um i also watch like to watch where there's like museums and stuff or if it has stuff to do with a timepiece, like medieval things or it has to do something horror related or if it's haunted yeah you can really see where my um youtube search really oh. blew up <laughs> <laughs> or your tiktok you're on the darker side of tiktok Oh, my uh -huh. TikToks literally um, anime, some video games, and uh, just some memes. I don't know if you've seen the bird that goes, ah, it's like every second oh you run, gosh. I'm only getting closer. No, I haven't seen that. That's hilarious. You gotta send me that sometime. Bird's like, um, it goes, ah. <laughs> that is funny. That, 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 that's hilarious. <laughs> It just stands up and it makes that noise. <laughs> I have so many just cursed um, TikTok sage or like ones. I like 
um especially my humor is like if something quick goes by like if it's a picture of like let's say a stuffed animal and it's just standing there and then someone like smacks it like it has to be something quick and my brain just like automatically just laughs at it that's funny <laughs> i have a hard time with humor like i'll be watching a video and i'm just like in my head i'm laughing but outward I'm, i probably look like a just a person that's looking at a mirror looking at themselves it's weird like i need to learn how to like loosen up and not be so like tense all the time because i'm a person that's like i'll watch something and in my head i'm laughing but outside i'm not and that's not good because i'm like okay that just probably looks weird to people but I, if i like will laugh i'm gonna laugh like i'll have a good laugh to where i would cry so i try to prevent that when i'm in public because oh my gosh i don't want to be the guy that's like loud and everybody hears them in a restaurant which most times i am because i'm really funny and i make people laugh like but i don't want to be that guy so just don't be that guy you're not that guy you know i don't want to be him yeah don't be, you're not that guy pal you're not that guy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're not that guy. you're not i'm so well, glad you got that reference that's also on tiktok <laughs> but um for me I, when I laugh, I, I had like, you know, oh, the normal laugh. Then I just wheeze or they call it my witch laugh. It's like, stop. It's like, if it's like a horror movie, some people, you know, they gasp out of fear for me. If it's like something goes wrong and I just laugh and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sorry. So I'm just a nervous response or I just see how it's like so fake or there's a flaw and I just laugh. This happened to me. When I was watching the movie Us and the chick like sounded like she was having an asthma attack, I couldn't stop laughing. I felt so bad because I was the only person in the theater laughing. Somehow everybody else looked like they were afraid, but I was like dying, dude. Like I was like, this chick sounds like she's having an asthma attack. And well, for me, my nervous response, because whenever I once went to um, my first like kind of haunted house, and it was like based on insane, like in the insane asylum. And the people behind us were probably like, you know, entertained by us because like I was just laughing the whole time. I just felt like this like, line came like, <laughs> like, like she belongs here. Did she escape? <laughs> exactly. Well, it was lovely talking with you. I think we went through a whole array of um, topics. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I'll, um, at the end, I'll, you know, in the description, I'll plug all your links in, you know, show people where you're at. So yeah, you can follow the Colors We See podcast. You can follow them on Instagram at TCWS podcast. So yeah, go give them a follow. And also on Twitter. And if you're a person who likes to leave reviews, nice reviews, leave us one on Apple Podcasts. We're the Colors We See podcast. You can find us on Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're on like a bunch of platforms. Just do a Google search and you'll probably see one of my ridiculous tweets. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have ridiculous tweets anymore. But yeah, we have a Twitter too. Um, I'm just a person that like has been interviewing small business owners on my podcast. I am trying to get into the community a little bit more. Yes, yeah, season three is the last season of the podcast, but is it really? because things never end. I do think when you end something, something else starts. So I'm gonna leave that there.
from Twilight my Zone um, soundtrack intensified. <laughs> 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 yeah, 